Ladies, g'day ladies, welcome to another Guitar Wank Podcast. I am your host, Troy McCubbin, and this is Guitar Wank Podcast. We are at number 49, and uh, we've only got a couple left for the end of the year. 2016, I cannot wait to see your ass gone. What a shitty, fucking horrible year this has been. Um, wow, to all of us that made it through, 2017 is going to be a better year. But man, we lost some great people this year. We kept some horrible people this year. Um, yeah, it's been a shitty year. I hope you guys have had a better year. And um, yeah, we all go into 2017 ready and fired up and to improve on what was just a f- fucking horrible year. Um, all right. So what we're going to do for this this session, I forgot that, um, of course... The podcast comes out today, so and we're sh- recording one tonight, uh, the Christmas one. So what I thought I'd do, uh, I haven't even talked to Scott and Bruce about it, but what are they going to say? I'm doing the editing, so I'll do it. <laughs> even if they disagree, <laughs> they don't have a choice. Um, basically, what we're going to do, we've got a, a guest coming in tonight. It should be lots of fun. He's a great bloke, a really good friend of mine, and uh, we'll record tonight's show. Release this, what you're hearing me now talk of, and then uh, this week, maybe tomorrow or Wednesday or just later this week, we'll release this one as well. So we'll get we'll get more we'll get two going this week. So we'll be right up to date. Maybe we'll release tonight's one tomorrow morning. So we just get it out to you. So stand by for that. We're going to double up this week, and because uh, I want to kind of catch up with you guys and be. Um, all up to date if we can and uh yeah and sort of finish off the year uh with a live one as close to live as possible with uh mr scotty foreman and bruce scotty foreman (laughs) oh it's gonna be a good one (laughs) oh man it's been a rough rough uh rough 48 hours for me i was supposed to fly and to Nashville to pick up my son. I've been planning this for a long time. I've got a five-year-old who lives in Nashville with his mum. And, um, yeah, just cancelled flights. I've tried three times to get to Nashville and uh, they cancelled all the flights and I couldn't do a thing about it. So, basically, pretty much screwed up that whole holiday festive hang-together with the family thing with the boy. So, um, you know, he's only five, so he'll be... He'll be less worried about it than what I will be, but it's just a little frustrating. It's very frustrating, to be honest. I'm just fucking furious. But, um, you know, just being thankful that we're alive and all my loved ones are well and happy and just seeing all the shit that's going on in the world right now. I just heard of some news in um, Berlin, Germany, of a truck and all the shit that's going on there and what they're dealing with and Aleppo. And, man, i got nothing to complain about so very very grateful and it just breaks my heart all the shit that's going on in the world and that's why we need a crazy podcast like guitar wank to pull us out of that crap and you know sit back and have a laugh talk about what we love to talk about guitars and music and just shooting the shit having a drink and hanging out with my mates and um that's what guitar wank is all about and hopefully we'll do that with this one. This is from um, a continuation from last week. A bunch of questions we ask 
and we answer, we ask, we answer, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> we um, we answer through this podcast and there's some good stuff here. So I wanted to get this one out. And then, as I said, I'll get tonight's uh, recording session with Scott and Bruce and our guest. I'll get that out hopefully tomorrow. I just want to get it out to you guys. And then for um, next week, well, actually next week is Christmas, right? Am I correct on that? If I look at my phone and oh, next week is next Monday will be Boxing Day, as we say in Australia. They don't say that in America. Bo- Boxing Day, the day after Christmas next week. So, so next week we'll have one, and um, it'll probably be a continuation of tonight's because we record for so long. So anyway, so that'll give you guys something to listen to, and um, we'll we'll really just try and have a good time tonight with all the chaos and the bullshit going on in the world, and, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of pissed in the moment, I'm, I'm fucking annoyed, but for whatever reason, and probably that I can't see at the moment, I wasn't meant to go to Nashville to pick up, um, my kid, <clears throat> and it's probably the, maybe, in hindsight, the best thing that it happened, because I wasn't meant to be in the air for whatever reason, and, and that's that, so i got to stand with that, but what are you going to do? Anyway, <laughs> without further delay, here is Mr. Scotty Henderson, Mr. Bruce Foreman. Um, quick thank you to all our sponsors. I know you guys probably hate this, but Wire World. Oh, we're going to be at NAM. it looks like. We're going to go down to NAM and do a bunch of um, recording down there and interviews and just we'll just go stir trouble at NAM at 2017. So we'll catch up with the guys at Wireworld. They've got some great new products. Also, um, Bruce brought me something over last night to check out from... Uh, I don't even know if I can say the company's name. I'll hold off. But all I can say is um, I wasn't expecting a lot at all. I, I was like, yeah, this is probably going to sound pretty shitty. I was really kind of blown away how good this thing sounded. So... Um, when we can, we'll tell you more about that, but it's a really badass product. And this is right up Bruce's alley. This is um, <laughs> this really helps him out a lot. And he's been complaining about it. So you've been listening. You kind of get what, what he's been complaining about in the, um, the whole amp world and carrying around tube amps and dealing with that. He's so over it. But anyway, this solves that problem, and I think they did an amazing job. So um, more about that to come. But we want to thank Wireworld Pro Audio Cables, Exotic Pedals. We'll see you guys at NAMM, Sir Guitars and Amps, RiftmasterPro.com. Um, who am I missing? Jimmy Dunlop. Thanks, mate, for everything you've done for us in 2016. Um, oh, shit. Dear Dario Guitar Strings, Fishman Triple Play. We're going to see all these people at NAMM, and hopefully we'll get to talk to them a little bit and find out their latest and greatest. And, um, yeah, give them a shit stir and do what we do. Have some fun with it. <clears throat> Without further delay, because I need a drink of water, that is. I'm losing my voice. Um, Mr. Scotty Henderson and Bruce Foreman, what do we have in store for the people this week?
actually, I know about some really great, amazing gear that's coming, but I'm not allowed to talk about oh, it. For oh, for fuck's sake, Scott. Yeah, there's a company that you would <laughs> never expect that's going to start making IRs. Right. And I heard a couple of them, and they're unbelievable. Really? Yeah. They're just when are they top coming out? Notch, probably at Nam. Okay. And 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 oh my God, they sound good. Yeah. They really sound good. This will this will pretty much eliminate the need for speaker cabinets and speakers. In a recording situation. Yeah, which which already has happened, but right. I mean now some of these things sound so real that it's just you, anybody that's living in an apartment can just record, turn their amp up and get their sound and do it in their apartment with no police called wow and it's amazing the technology it's just these things sound so real right. you would never be able to tell the difference between this and a real speaker cabinet wow Miked. that's impressive it's, it? it is impressive it is um, impressive if when you're going to buy a new amp like i i feel like i'm because i'm selling a bunch of gear i'm rotating mm -hmm. gear i'm going to sell a bunch of gear and little take some money and, and then you're going to buy some more I'm going to buy some more, but I'm not going to spend all that money. I'm going to, I'm going to take a little bit out and get me something that I want. I just want another ramp. But um, better to buy a head or a cat or a combo. It depends on what you're using it for. Well, combos aren't as combos aren't as uh, as as rugged as a head in a cabinet because when the speaker vibrates it vibrates the tubes they mm. don't last as long right it's likely to vibrate components in the amp that could come loose blah 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 combos always have more problems than a head and a and a right cap. but it's not like i'm you know i'm not like i'm playing a gig every night it, it'd be I mean, in here most the, of the time you, anyway. if you buy a combo by a really reputable you know builder it's probably going to last a while yeah, yeah i'm starting to have problems with my deluxe with some rattling right a rattling sound and a distortion that John Sir told me that it's not you like you know when you when you bang on the the yep. head you, you it goes yep. you can hear something wrong in there mm -hmm. and and it's most likely just something that's loose on the circuit board yep. you know that's just causing that because it's not a tube because I put brand new tubes in it right because I thought maybe it's a tube but it wasn't so it's just some bullshit that just after all the vibration because I've played the amp a lot something has come loose that has to be resoldered. It's cold solder joint or something, and that that happens in combos. It yeah. just does yeah. over yeah. time. But you know, not. I mean, but just heading off to a gig or whatever, just grabbing a combo is a lot easier. Combos are great. A bud, get the bud. You know, combos. The only thing about combos is that you know, one twelve. Unless you're playing in a really small jazz group with 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 acoustic bass and it's really pretty soft, a 112 doesn't really make that much airspace. Mm. It really doesn't. It, it can sound puny in a, in a band with a real drummer and, and bass player. A uh, 112? 112 isn't really enough to give you a big sound right. on stage. You know, you've got to have at least two 12s yeah. to give you a, a... to really represent the guitar the way it's supposed to be represented with electric bass and drums. Yeah. Now, with acoustic bass and, like, in a jazz setting, 112 is fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, because because it just is. Yeah. It just works. You know, I've, I've sat in with John Pisano many times and played many jazz gigs with my deluxe, and it's overkill it's fine yeah it sounds fine but it would not stand up in a in rock, a rock situation, rock situation. Right. one speaker just doesn't cut it doesn't cut it 
Not That's really. right. I could use that. I mean, it does if you put it through the PA and through the monitors and all that kind of stuff. But I'm talking about just in an acoustic way. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. of course, if you put it in the in the PA and the sound man EQs it and adds bass to it, it's going to sound probably as big as a 412. Yeah. But to you, it won't. Yeah. 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 But that's, you know, whatever. Yeah. 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 I'd go with something with at least two speakers. Yeah. But what are you going to get? What you know? I, I kind of want to check out the Dr. Z's. I want to check out... Yeah, but you, you do know they're Class A. Yeah. So that's not going to give you a big sound. That's a twang amp. Yeah, I want more... I, I, see, I originally wanted to get an AC-15. I always wanted well, that's, a box. That's, that's a Class A. So yeah. that's that twangy sound. Yeah, you know? I, I, you know, because I've Blues, got... Blues, country. This, this yeah. thing is my Plexi right here. Mm-hmm. That's my Marshall Plexi. Mm-hmm. The, the old brick. That I have. And What's, you know, who makes that? That's uh, Ulbrich in Australia. It's, oh, uh, oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Okay. Boutique. Yeah, it's yeah. A, like a great Plexi Marshall. Gotcha. Sound. Yeah, so if you want a twangy amp, then Dr. Z or, or, or um, um, what's the company that the guy used to, that he made matchless amps, but now he's got his own company? Black Cat. Oh, Those yeah. are Class A's. Yeah. I would drive Dr. a or matchless a. or like... I don't think matchless is around anymore. Yeah, yeah. They are, are they? Oh, yeah, yeah. Matchless, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So yeah. matchless is still around. What's his name? Is it John from matchless? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't John. even know that. That's I, what I used on Dog Party. That's yeah. the Dog oh, Party Oh, yeah, amp. matchless. Are, yeah, no, he's still, he released nice um, a new amp last time I was at NAMM. He mm-hmm. had a new amp there. Yeah, they're nice. Great. But then again, you know, it's that... They're only for that style. You can't get a fat... You know, Fender yeah. Marshall type sound out of them. Yeah, you know, they're it, twangy sounding. They're yeah, that's nice, kind of the, what you know? I. That's the only thing I'm kind of missing. Well, then there you go. That's yeah. you know what I use for that is my Badger, my Sir Badger. Okay, yeah. And that's an amp you should look at. Oh, check that out. Because the 35 watt Badger sounds fantastic. In fact, I can loan you mine. Oh, I'd love to check it's it out. It's a beautiful sounding yeah. amp, but it's it's you know it's for the blues. It's yeah. For the, it's for that. Yeah. But yep. it sounds great, and it's 35 watts, which is a really nice volume to play with a small band. Yeah. It's not too loud, and you know it's just it's just a good volume amp yep. to, to play a club with. Right, right. Yeah, it's, it's nice. A, what, 112? What, no, it's a head. Oh, it's so a head, So you could yeah. put any, you could right. just have you a little, run it yeah, you just run it into that cabinet. Yeah, it would it's sound a nice great. small head. Yeah, it's really small. Oh, that's it's like, cool. It's like this, it's yep. small. Yeah. I should check it out. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Folks, just to let you know, that was about... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Two feet by one foot. Yeah, right. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, you, you, would, you would like it. The Badger is yeah. awesome, man. It's yeah, an awesome man. I always wanted a Vox AC30. That's like, I, you know, I love that kind of tone. I played, it, I played one for the first time in, um, where, in Costa Rica. When yep. I was just in Costa Rica and I went to a music store for like kind of a hangout and uh, like meet and greet kind yep. of thing. And I actually played to the... First Vox AC30 I've ever played through, and it sounded really good. Yeah, but it, it reminded me of the Matchless. I mean, and the you know, in the Badger. Yeah, that yep. kind of tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that's why I'm selling. Yeah, if you want to buy my gear, <laughs> just get What's a ring. What's the orange sound like? What's that's that? that's kind of boxy. Is it? I yeah. thought they were Class AB. They're Class A. That's Class AB, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's. I mean, sounds great. It's it's a great amp, but I just yeah. I'm just, it's a beautiful amp. And the Marshall, I like that too, but it's just, I'm not using them. There's so many boutique amps out there now that I don't even know where to start. Yeah, there is a lot. I mean, 
there's a lot, man. Yeah. A lot of yep. boutique stuff that who knows what it sounds like. You, it's not like you can hear it unless you live in L.A. or New York. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, a, a, a music store like True Tone in Santa Monica w would carry that stuff. Yeah. But you're not going to find it at a guitar center or someplace no. like that. No. Todd, Todd Sharp, um, that guy from... Uh, Hall of Notes. He builds amps in um, Nashville now for like mm -hmm. Vince Gill and all those kind of guys. Mm -hmm. And he's making a really great amp. It's um, beautiful. They sound fantastic, but they're pricey. You know, they're, they're always pricey. Yeah. That's for sure. Because usually it's one guy doing it at home yeah. and with maybe one helper. And yeah. Well, have you tried the Friedman pricey. stuff? Not really to no. say that I have. I not really. It's kind of. It's probably on along the same lines as the Sir, right? Same family kind of stuff. Well, I know he's a Marshall guy, so yeah. he's copying Marshalls, or it's he's more involved in that Marshall circuitry type of yeah. amp. Yeah. But I haven't really tried anything. And what about? Yeah. Oh, yeah, nothing. Not really. No. no. Uh. -uh. So no Bogner or anything like that. I've tried Bogner amps. Yeah. yeah. And 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 the thing is is. You know, Reinhold's a really smart guy. He doesn't want to make an amp that sounds like what I use because most of his clients play more like rock. Yeah, and yeah. I want the distortion to be really smooth, and his distortion circuit is more hairy, kind of rock and roll. But yeah. More. One time he came over to my house and he, he brought one of his amps and I said, "Well, you can can you make it smoother sounding?" And he brought he had some capacitors and different resistors. And he just swapped them out right there in front of me. And all of a sudden, wow. and I go, well, why don't you just make that? And he says, because there's not a market for this. You know, right. you like it, but most of my clients want more of a rock and roll sound. Yeah. And so that's why John, John Sir makes a lot of amps that are not like the OD100 Classic, because that's a very smooth sounding distortion. Mm -hmm. He makes a lot of other OD100 amps that have more grainy type of rock and roll distortion because his clients want that. Right, right. So he makes what people want. Yeah. But there's a choice, you know. Yeah. If, you, if you get a classic, you're getting more of like that Plexi Marshall really smooth distortion thing. Yeah. And then if you want something else, like I think he makes an OD100 SE, which is pretty rock and roll. Yeah. You know, or but now there's more than I even know about. Yeah. This what makes, about, do you use, ever use like an attenuator or a break on your... I hate those things. You, yeah. I don't recommend them. Right. Because you, you turn them down one click and you're already, it's already fucking up your tone. Mm. Two clicks and you're dead. Right. It's like it's really destroying the sound of the amp, making it much thinner and awful, basically. Yeah. It's better if you're going to play a soft gig, <clears throat> use a smaller amp. Right. Then try to tame a big one big into wing. sounding good. It just yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. There sense. is one attenuator that, it's a little more than an attenuator. It's made by that guy, um, Fryette, Stephen Fryette. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a, uh, I forgot what it's called. I'm sorry about that, but it's a big, it's, it's an attenuator, but it has a power amp inside of it. Oh, and okay. So you run it into, it's kind of a little more complicated, but we'll, I've heard nothing but great stuff about it. Yep. But it's expensive, and it's more gear to carry around because you have to bring extra stuff and this and that. Uh, and, yeah. But I good. just didn't want to go that far. Yeah. And that's when we start to get jealous of Bruce because he just turns up with his Well, you know, what I, you know what I found out about my deluxe? It's Bruce, are you still there, mate? 
<laughs> you know what I found out about my deluxe that I really like, and I didn't realize that you could do this? Even though it's a clean amp, when you turn up the preamp, or like any amp, it still distorts. Hmm. It still crunches. Yeah. You know, so all you need is to have an effects loop, which is between the preamp and the power amp, and you can put a volume control in the effects loop and just turn the amp down. Yeah. And uh, and and play a pretty soft gig with the 40-watt amp. Now, you turn it down to a certain point, and it doesn't sound that great anymore. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. if, if you're turning it down to silverware volume, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> restaurant volume, yeah, yeah it's not going to sound that good. But... I've played with that deluxe. You've heard me play that amp on John Pisano's <laughs> Bruce is Asleep. Sorry. You've heard me play that deluxe on uh, John Pisano's I've gig. heard you play that deluxe numerous times. Yeah, And it sounds great. good. It sounds and, great. But the thing is, is John John's band, they, they they play loud enough where I can turn it up in the, in, you know, I mean, I don't turn it up all the way. I probably half. Right. But that's enough to make it sound good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because John, John's isn't your typical jazz gig where like they have to really play super soft because people are eating. Yeah. You know, like a restaurant yeah, gig. Yeah. They they can they crank, you know, like like when you go see Cowbop, they turn up, you know, and when I've seen Bruce and Smitty, it's not it's not like a jazz gig like Jesus, when I went and saw Phil Woods at Catalina's I couldn't even hear anybody but <laughs> Phil. <laughs> I heard a saxophone player, but no rhythm section, right? Because wow. you know how loud Phil Phil Woods is like the loudest saxophone player in the world. <laughs> oh, he, yes. not anymore. That already sounds huh? annoying. Not anymore. Not anymore. But yeah. Oh, but I mean, he pops? just yeah. unbelievably had such a, a huge, big sound. big sound out of that alto. Yeah. And it just basically drowned out the band. <laughs> and for some reason, I don't really know why, but they chose to go totally acoustic, oh, which doesn't make sense because Not with him. because the saxophone drowned out everything. Yeah. And so, well, they did it because sound men are such a drag. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so they figured if they just played acoustic, people would shut up and listen. And they knew that if they work smaller clubs, you know, yeah. that's the way but it would that be. That didn't work out at Catalina's because the, the night I saw them at Catalina's. People were talking and eating, and the silverware <laughs> was louder <laughs> than the band. So, and they had a, a really good. I'm assuming he was good piano player because I heard a couple things that he did, <laughs> and they were outstanding. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't. I hear. mean, was, I don't know who it was. It was, like, it was probably Jim McNeely. It was straining. Could have been Hal Galper. It depends yeah. on what year. It was very <clears throat> hard to hear the band. Wow, you know, over just the silverware and the people talking. Yeah. You know, so that's one of those jazz gigs where the deluxe would just be <laughs> the deluxe would be like the Phil Woods of the band and just drowned yeah. everything out. <laughs> so, so we're gonna get Smitty on. Yeah. yeah. Smitty. Oh, he wants to do it. He's on the road right now. Oh, so. he, Who's he, he on the road with? I don't know who it is now. It was Dean Brown. Oh, was it Dean Brown? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not quite sure right now. I could find out really mm -hmm. easy. Keep talking. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get Smitty on. I'd like to have Smitty. He'd be fun. Oh, he'd be great. Uh, <laughs> but just one more quick thing. Mm -hmm. I'll just tell you one thing that I found out because I did try out a uh, Marshall Mini Jubilee. Have you seen that amp? Mm -mm. It's a 112 <clears throat> combo. Right. And it's only 20, 25 watts. And it's a... It's basically the same circuit as a 
the the famous Marshall Jubilee amp that they yeah. made to celebrate their <clears throat> something anniversary, 50th anniversary Yeah, or I something. remember that amp. I yeah. don't really remember. Yeah. But that's the amp that Joe Bonamassa uses, and he really loves it. And a lot of people say great things about the 100-watt the Jubilee head. Mm -hmm. I've never tried it myself, but it, a lot of people love it. But anyway, I tried this little Jubilee combo at 25 watts, and I didn't like it, not because of the tone, but because it sounds like a practice amp. Right. It just is kind of small and thin sounding. And I think it just has something to do with the watts. When you get below 40 watts or something like that, the amps start to sound was really it, What speaker was puny. it going to A greenback. Oh, okay. Which should sound great. Yeah. But it just... I mean, when you compare it to the Deluxe, there's no... Even the Deluxe turned down softer than it should be. Mm-hmm. Blew, blew the Marshall out the door as far as just taking up a big sound, making a big sound, yeah. making a nice big fat sound, especially on the high strings. Yeah. The Marshall just, the little, the little Jubilee just couldn't do it, couldn't even come close. Yeah. You know, so I think some of those little low wattage amps, when they get super low wattage, they start sounding like practice amps. Yeah, yeah. They sound they sound good Too in much. the bedroom, but on the stage, forget about yeah, it. It's yeah. just going to sound puny. What about, have you tried many amps where they have the switch half full and half? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that usually works. Yeah. John's, uh, John's Bella has that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it goes from 35 to 18? It goes from like 45 watts down to 20. Okay. I didn't. I don't hear it making like a huge big difference, but yeah. it does lower the volume of the amp. Yeah, yeah. This thing's a, the Ulbrich is a hundred and twenty watt. Well, I I took the two tubes out, so it's half, right? I yeah. Did you rebias it? To, to, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. The guy did. I it, yeah. see. I see. Yeah. So yeah, I guess just I guess you can do that. So, but um, yeah. Who, who was Smitty at with? I can't, I couldn't quite figure out. I too many political posts. <laughs> He's pissed off. I'll tell you that. Who's Smitty's pissed off? Why? <laughs> why would Smitty be pissed off? <laughs> Gee, I don't know. Why would any black guy be pissed off that the biggest racist in the world just 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 is, is our president? Gee, I don't know. So go figure. Right. <laughs> oh man. You know what? It's yeah. Fuck yeah, it. I think there's a lot of people pissed off. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Have, we're still all trying to figure it out. Have you tried have you tried these pedal? Oh, that's my pedal. <laughs> Yay. Yay. God, look how clean and nice it is. It is. It's so sparkly. It's a beautiful pedal on the pedal. It's a wonderful pedal, man. That's it, my Desert Island pedal. It is Love a beautiful it. pedal, that's, man. He's got the RC booster there, the my model. Which by the way, people should know that even though my model has been sold out for a long time. They're still making it. Now they're just calling it the RC2. What? They took your name off it? Well, yeah, because mine was a limited edition. <clears throat> so I got in just before. They made 3,000 of them, and they wow. sold in a couple of months. Yeah, that, i got to say, it is and, a great um, pedal. I do like it a lot. And But the, now they still have it, but it's just now it's called the RC2. And right. it's basically, it's a cosmetically a little bit different. They changed the knobs and... <clears throat> They put another little light in it, and, and but it, it's the same pedal. It's exactly the same, so you can still get it, and it's a great. It's the best boost pedal just ever. Just love that thing. Uh, yeah, pretty it's, amazing. It's a nice pedal. Nice pedal. Big time. Enjoy it. Pedals. 
What would you do without them? Who Bruce? doesn't love pedals? I I would tell you I can't tend, can't tell you what I'd do without them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, think of all the batteries I have saved. <laughs> uh, I love it. Aren't batteries bad? Toxic things. Batteries? Yeah. There might be. Probably. I'm not sure how green batteries are. Yeah. I mean, here I am, not even using electricity. Low carbon footprint, Bruce. You know? <laughs> Low carbon yeah, he doesn't even use ele- He doesn't even use electricity in his house. They're candles. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a no, photograph no. playing Charlie Parker in candles. No, no that's, a ham- that's a hamster. That's <laughs> uh, a hamster running yeah. around the wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turning the Charlie Parker record right. in candles. And when, a ham- when a hamster gets tired, it, he starts to kind of sound more like, you know, like Harry Carney. But, uh, <laughs> Sounds like Dexter. Gordon. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, and candles. I'm totally into candles. My my, my car, I push pedal, you know, totally. And, Bruce, man. Yeah, I've got it. And, and actually, my I got a solar panel shoved up my ass. So that, that's how I get around. Man, you got to get with no the shine yeah. in there very often. You got to get with the times, dude. Get groovy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know. I mean, I'm way out of. I'm way out. You know, like you're not missing yeah. out on nothing. <laughs> you know, I, I just somebody just told me the other day that Nixon had resigned. It really <laughs> broke my heart. You know? <laughs> So you're not using these IRs. Hmm? You're not using the IRs when you. No, no, I'm still micing a speaker cabinet. Because he can't. I'm still doing old school because I can. Because he's keeping it, keeping well, it know, going. The one, the one drag about the IRs is that they're a photograph. You know, you can't change them. Yeah. You can't. I mean, you, there are many photographs. I mean, you can get an IR and you choose through a big bundle of irs until you find the one you like holy shit but they are you know not changeable you know they don't change i was at school (laughs) Mm. i don't know if you heard what oh there was a shooting no stabbing where a usc professor was stabbed by a student at school today wow Uh, at 4 30 and i was there you were there i was there Wow. Uh, it was tragically killed this afternoon. This is from the president of USC. This terrible incident occurred on the University Park campus where I was in the Sealy Mud building. Professor of Psychology. Uh, apprehended the suspect on the scene. The suspect's confirmed to be a student is in custody. Jesus. Man, what a drag. I better be nicer to my students. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you better be wow. nicer. No, my students love me and I love them, but this is really sad. You know, I've always said, you know, it's just a matter of time before it happens on my campus, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's sad that, I don't know, like that kid today who went, took his shotgun and a, a 9 millimeter to school and did you see that? No. Yeah. He took it to school and he... he the parents thought he was acting weird, and then they noticed the guns were gone from the safe, so they they took off after school, and he'd fired a shot, and the parents had come in, and they managed to get the guns off him. But this kid had 
he'd ammoed up and he was ready to take everyone out. And the parents saved the day. Well, and nobody got hurt. No one got hurt. Unbelievable. Well, the, but what the just, f- wow. If what you're the fuck? if you're listening to this and you feel that you need to take a bunch of people out, don't don't just take yourself out. Right. Or go talk It'll be to the someone. Same thing. Or you know what? Listen to more guitar, Wayne. Yeah, or, or just just learn to play guitar. You'll inflict more damage on them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Drag right. it out over years. Yeah, yeah. Just to inflict right. annoying music to all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do as we do, not as right, we say. Right. That's <laughs> that's the real way to affect change in this world. It's sad, man. Do you, do you guys, are you guys being older, not throwing that in your face at all, but just being from a different era than I'm from. You guys must just look at this new, the newer generation coming up and going, what's going on? Where are uh, we I'd going like wrong? To, I'd like to say that, but a lot of our generation are doing the same shit as everybody else is doing. So, oh, damn, I it's tried just, to blame it on someone. It's just a, uh, everybody's looking for permanent solutions to temporary problems. Yeah, right. Well, it's sad, man. It's sad. It is sad. At where we're at, you know. I've been close to it myself. I've seen I've seen an MI student on the verge of really, you know, doing that. Oh, what taking himself out or taking who knows, just, right? You know, but close to violence. Yeah, you know, because he wasn't happy because he got kicked out of school, <coughs> and he stood there <coughs> for months on Hollywood Boulevard, just staring into the school property. Oh. Damn. And everybody was just wondering, okay, when is he going to come back with a gun? Right. Yeah. And 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 he never did, but yeah. it could have happened because he was so mentally off that it's surprising actually that he didn't. Wow. You know, after putting that much effort into just standing on the sidewalk on Hollywood Boulevard and staring into the <laughs> school for weeks, maybe months. Damn. You know, it's a wonder that he didn't actually didn't do he, it. Does he know this? Just go to Berkeley, dude. Go somewhere else. Well, you know, people... I know it's deeper than that. Just, but it's so deep, man. Yeah. You know, people just don't... They lose it. It is really know? sad that this country is just makes it so easy to get guns. Well, that's... Boy, that's a subject I could talk a long time about because well, I'm one of the I biggest... Just, uh, you know, I just you want know. to say that I am glad California's still open carry state for guitars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, knew, I was waiting for you yeah. to get that one in. You know, have you uh, seen Have you seen your Australian friend... Um, Jim Jeffries? Jim Jeffries talk about guns. Oh, yeah. It's a great bit. Now, that's, a, that's not only a funny bit, but that's it makes true. more sense than just about any... Thing that anybody ever says about guns yeah yeah yep. it's it's not only it's one of the greatest statements ever made about guns that has ever been on the web and, and not only is right. it is it is it funny but it's incredibly intelligent yeah you know his take on guns yeah you know and i just wish everybody could watch it and i just wish everybody agreed with but it. even even the people that are who do watch it and who are against it, they still find re- they still find ways to to pull it apart and in their head that makes sense, you know. Well, like tonight on yeah. Facebook I saw of course that's where I get all my Here updates. we go more here we go more <laughs> politics. Okay. No, go it ahead. wasn't politics. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go it was ahead. actually a girl with her father and I think maybe his son. They were in a a hunting hut, I guess, mm-hmm. hunting deer. And she's got this massively high-powered weapon. I've seen that, that YouTube clip. 
Yeah, and she shot the yeah. deer and she's all excited, right? Yeah. And I thought about it. I'm like, I was torn. I was like, oh, whatever. But no, I get that. You know what? This is a sport for this guy and he's teaching his kids. But I guarantee none of those kids are more likely ever going to do something fucked up with guns. They're, you know, they're learning more about it, blah, blah, blah. You would think, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not the issue. Those, those people there are having a massive issue with all these gun laws, but they're not the people we're trying to stop getting guns. No, that, that's the, it's the access to the guns that's the problem, yeah. not the guns themselves. But you, you know, no, you know they say guns don't kill people. People kill people, but it's a lot easier to do. No, if you guns have a gun. don't. Here's the deal: guns don't kill people. Bullets kill. People. Yeah. <laughs> I like Chris Rock's version. Just make every bullet like five hundred bucks. Yeah, and right. Think right, about it. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> well, the thing is, is it's very. The problem is, is the, all the people that have guns that aren't supposed to have guns. That's yeah. the problem. And and you know, like like. It's so easy to get if you you know a, a lot of people say, well yeah but if you know if criminals, are, <laughs> you you know what I mean yeah. and blah 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 then only criminals will have guns and it's like such a bullshit statement because you know we have laws already in place that forbid certain people to have guns yet they have them yeah so it's not that we don't have gun laws it's that they're not being enforced. You know, if they if the gun laws was would were enforced, none of the gangbangers in 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 Oakland would have guns. Yet every single gangbanger gang in Oakland is armed to the teeth, yeah. and there's like a million murders a day in Oakland. Yeah. You know, from gangs. Guy, now where like, are you getting your where are you getting your you know? quote or your statistics from Trump? Well, not a million. Okay, yeah. There's not <laughs> even not a, million a million people in Oakland. Right. I don't think. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like it's a war zone. You know, I saw an amazing <coughs> documentary on it about about Oakland, about certain. Oh, it's bad up there, isn't it? About, yeah, it's yeah. it's really bad. I mean, you know, there's a lot of innocent people get caught in the crossfire, but it's mainly them just killing off each other. And, you know, with all their illegal weapons and, and doing their business and killing each other. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it's like these are the exact people that are, would never be able to legally own a gun, yet they have them. Yeah. And there you go. You know, because, because the, you know, the, the people that are, that are all uptight about getting their guns taken away and they're not going to do any violence against anybody with their guns... They, they're in the right. They, nobody should take their guns no, away. No, but that's you know, they're not, that's they're, not they're, they're, they're not saying that either. <laughs> well, they're they're afraid that somehow if we take the guns away from the people who not supposed to have them, they're afraid their guns are going to take get taken away too. <laughs> and I you just know, don't. How many? They were saying uh, the last eight years that Obama was going to take their guns. Yeah, nobody's yeah. taking their fucking no guns. You know, guns. keep your fucking. Guns, well, maybe there know? are too many people dying. There's only four hundred six thousand people in Oakland, so there's a lot of been killed. <laughs> well, you know. You know, the thing is, is that there's a... What, Thank you what's, for that. What's Sorry, sad there's approximately 300 million people in the United States, and there are also approximately 300 million guns. So there's a gun for every woman, child, and little kid in the United States. Thank God. Thank so, God. So now, there's something fucked up about that statistic, man. I mean, really. Do we really need that many fucking guns? I mean, it's ridiculous. It's man. all money, man. Yeah, it all comes back course. to money. It all it's comes back to money. To do with because you know they gun laws they, and all yeah, that shit. It the, comes yeah. back to money. Yeah, this it country does. is about money. It does come back to money. Yeah, because the gun manufacturers, you know, they keep making guns, but they don't seem to really care who gets killed by them. 
So it's you know to, you know they they car manufacturers keep making cars they don't care who gets killed. Well, that's true. You can look at you can look at it that way too. And cigarettes companies still make cigarettes too. That's such. Yeah. I love it when people say that. It's such a fucking stupid argument. That's great though. It is right. It's like that. Did you see that chick on? I talked to you about it on. Did you watch it? The Daily Show with Trevor. Yeah. And that chick. Yeah. I thought he ripped her Amazing, anyway. yeah. I, I love that. <laughs> well, they, yeah. But, you know, the thing is, there was a, you know, back in the day, there was a big, huge campaign against tobacco, huge campaign against tobacco that, that they spent millions on that, and they're still spending millions, you know, in advertising, you know, to... to to, to slow the use of tobacco and it's basically worked I mean there's it did. few there, there's there's far less smoking in America now than there there was in the past yeah so that shows me that people can change if they want to well you know, they all died off and, and they, well maybe they yeah. did <laughs> well that's the solution then we just shoot as many people as we can that own guns yeah and then take their guns and they but yeah I'm just saying that if people if, if people really wanted to change things they changed it for tobacco they started they started disallowing this that you used to be able to smoke in a restaurant and you can't do that anymore thank god and yeah i mean it, you know there, there can be change if people want it bad enough yeah but, but when it comes to guns it may be a little harder <laughs> harder than cigarettes because it because of an, it involves the protecting of their families yeah and even gangbangers have families that they want to protect <laughs> You know, doesn't matter that they want to go shoot their enemy for selling, you know, more drugs than they did. Our cop and his drugs, they still got his family to, to, to protect. Yeah. So they need their guns. They need their guns. So, you know, there's a and, lot of ways to look at as, it. And as an Australian gangbanger, I can relate. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, my gangbanging days are over, but man. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a, it's a tricky subject man. well so, and it's so there's so much uh disagreement about it but i still believe that when you watch that jim jeffries clip to me that home truth whole in that one. thing is so truthful it's got more truth in it than what most of the stuff i hear about guns yeah what he's saying oh my god yeah you know it's like everybody gives up a little bit of their civil liberties for the greater good. Yeah. We do it at airports every day. Yeah. We don't mind spending a little extra time getting searched so there isn't a fucking explosive on the plane or a gun on the plane. We give up a little bit of our privacy. We give up a little bit of our civil liberties yeah. you know, and our rights. But we do it for the greater good so planes don't go down. Yeah. I don't see why people can't look at guns the same way. Like because it's in the Constitution, (laughs) whatever. Fucking your Second Amendment. I love that. It's an (laughs) amendment. Yeah, that's right. It's a fucking amendment. Fucking amendment. That means you Americans need a dictionary. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now we piss off them. But who else can we piss off? Well, you know, like I say, I've never been. I've never ever been you know anti-gun per se no i grew up with guns and hunting in australia and i don't want to take i enjoyed it i don't want to take guns away from law-abiding citizens and i never have wanted to do that but and i think about it here with my family living in 
in Los Angeles. Like, if someone comes into my house, how do I protect myself? Yeah. Blah, blah. You're but totally, then, you, you're right to own a gun. Yeah. And you're a law-abiding citizen, so you should be able to buy a gun yeah. if you want to. But then it's like, all right, if I have a gun in the house, where do I have that gun so I can get it really well, that's, easily? That's, that's the thing. That's the fucking question. And then question. you've got a kid in the house. Then i got a kid right, in the house. Right, yeah. And then I that, can find it easy. You know, yeah. kids, I went through all my parents' shit as a kid, so I, I know your kids I do have it. read some statistics, and they're horrible about about the amount of the the sheer number of child gun deaths. Yeah. Either them shooting each other or shooting themselves. Yeah. You know, it's staggering the amount of kids that have died because of guns. I would It's fucking unbelievable. It's it's too it's too ridiculous. I would rather take my chances and have a baseball bat. Yeah. On the chances of someone actually even coming into my house is so slim anyway. And in your case, to steal what? <laughs> <laughs> Except for your Australian, you don't even know what to do with a baseball. I think the most valuable thing I have at, at my house is a clon pedal. If someone he, wants my clon pedal, hit somebody, they can break it. He, he, he wait for the ball to hit the wicket or something right, before right, I can right. swing. I don't know. Yeah. Shit, man. Yeah. yeah, you know, that's exactly right. <laughs> you know, I think, honestly, dogs are the best protection you can have. Yeah. They bark they wake you up and they they let the the burglar know that you're awake and that you might have a gun standing there waiting for him if he walks in even if you don't and burglars are a lot less likely to break into a house when there's three dogs barking and waking up everybody so that's the best protection you can have get a fucking dog get a dog Leave a bunch of dog shit around for them to stay yeah, so, you, so you can track them. That's right. <laughs> you know, my whole life I've been looking out for number one. You know? <laughs> the problem is I stepped to number two. <laughs> you just have a you just have a massive stack of your, your marshals sitting at the door when they walk in. They just go. pay a power cord, uh, yeah. blow them right back out the door. Yeah, I don't. I sure don't have anything worth stealing. Like I say, my clon pedal—that's worth thirteen hundred bucks now. Wow, maybe you, more are you by gonna now. Keep it? You know what? I'm gonna just say something I shouldn't say. <laughs> say it. No, I'm say gonna, it. you're gonna no, sell it. No, fucking say let's, it. Let's auction it off. Oh, on, let's auction it off. Way. No, I'm gonna say something. Let's that give it away. Exotic, <laughs> exotic. The guys that, that that we all know and love. Yep. They're gonna release a pedal very soon. That's gonna make Klon look like a piece of shit. Oh, oh. you had so, it here, so, so, so I probably will sell my Klon because it's just not we, worth we having. Sh- you should sell it now. Well, it, no, because they'll even if this pedal sounds better, there'll still be those collectors Klons. that go, "Oh, I gotta have a Klon because it's old <laughs> and it's worth a lot of money, and I gotta have one." But I will probably sell mine because this pedal, I've heard it, I've heard the prototype, and it pretty much dusted my clon really yeah wow yeah and and i i don't need the clon there anymore you go folks i, I think bruce I will probably be one of the first to get one yeah, i'll buy your clon man. yeah yeah nineteen hundred dollars <laughs> okay sure it's no a problem. silver one. Oh, cool is that, a, is that a good one <laughs> what year know. is it they made silver and gold will it practice for me <laughs> yeah sure we'll do the dishes <laughs> i and... sent did i post no did i post that picture on the guitar wing page i sent bruce the picture of that Someone did it, put it together. Jimi Hendrix, and it said, what did it say about pedals? You don't need any more pedals. You just need to practice or something. Oh. And it's really stupid to have a picture of Jimi Hendrix there because 
Hendrix was all about pedals. He kind of made had, pedals famous. Well, he didn't have a lot of pedals, but he had some good ones. Yeah, he had some good Mainly ones. Mainly so. his fuzz face and his wah. We really need to have a picture of Bruce on there saying <coughs> that. Not, uh, yeah, but no one will pay attention if it's my face. <laughs> <laughs> they can Google you. <laughs> yeah, right. So your point is? <laughs> I just Googled guns in Oakland, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I don't know what the murder, the, the, the top murder city is now in the I think it's United Chicago States. Now. I think it's Chicago or now. It might be Salinas, California. It's, you know what? It keeps switching around. It was Miami for a while. Then I think it was uh, Washington, D.C. for a while. Now I think it's Chicago. I think it is Chicago. Yeah. What's going on in Chicago? Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know enough it's about cold. it to comment. It's tough. Really, really tough. Yeah, I, I'm too old to be dodging bullets. <laughs> Damn. But it, I, I don't know if you have this. I'm sure you guys do. But when I'm out in public, I that that's something that runs through my mind now. Oh, if shit goes down, what am I going to do? Like if I'm at a public park or in a mall and that, I think about that shit now. When I never used to think about that, but I think I, about it. I don't really ever think about it, but maybe maybe I should. I don't know. I, I don't do. I don't think about it. But God, when you read some of these stories, everybody thinks, well, it can't happen to you. But okay, in, well, in in the world, we don't have even the top four. What highest murder rate? We don't. We no, don't have no. the top four. But are you above civilized countries or, or well, yeah, Caracas, Venezuela, countries? San Pedro Sula in Honduras, San Salvador, El Salvador, and Acapulco, Mexico are the highest four. Yeah, but that that I don't know if you can count those. I kinda expect those countries you to can't have that count shit going those. On. Those are highest cartel countries, <laughs> drug countries. But that's countries. the highest murder rate. Let's see this. Yeah. Okay, in the United States. Detroit, Michigan. Is still number one? This is violent crimes. This uh -huh. isn't murder. Uh -huh. You getting this off Facebook? Uh, I'm getting this <laughs> off Google. <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee, Oakland, California, St. Louis, Missouri. Those are the top four. Wow. The 30 highest murder rate cities in the U.S. This, hold on. Let's see where this, this is. Ladies and gentlemen, guitar. Murder we'll capital is... We give you the stats. Murder Capitals, East St. Louis, the wow. first is the winner. Wow. Chicago didn't crack the top 10. Ah, wow. They wow. The Chicago city. didn't even barely crack the top 30. Why is everybody talking about Chicago then? Probably because Obama's from there. Well, they because they probably it. have more murders than anywhere, but this, the city itself is so populous that oh. the percentage isn't high. I see. Oh, okay. okay. That would be my guess. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the highest murder rate. I didn't ask the most murders. Mm-hmm. Let's ask that. Wow. It, it, Boy, this is a depressing show, isn't it? <laughs> you know, it's great. What it's city depressing. has the most guitar players? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's great. There's people out there actually working out right now, driving to work, and, that, and we're telling them what they can just find on their phone anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You can just look up these stats on your phone, right. but yeah, you can listen don't. to a podcast. We should probably talk about music. Well, what's the last song that will go through your mind as you get shot from a, a criminal? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Ranking the 50 states based on their contribution to popular music. Oh, Wyoming is last. What? 
For what? And, and its contribution to popular music. Wyoming. Yeah. I knew it. I fucking knew it. New Hampshire. <laughs> New Hampshire is thirty-eight. <laughs> uh, San Francisco's got to be close to the top. Well, but it's not a state. Well, California then. Mar- yeah, go back California's in New York are number one and two. Yeah. So really, we don't need the middle part of America at all. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Jokes. North Carolina, and these are where they were born, not where they lived. I mean, like, North Carolina gets John Coltrane, you know, and Thelonious Monk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what have they done lately? They didn't, they, they didn't do anything in North Carolina, I'll tell you that. No, they sure didn't. They, went, they moved to New York and did it. Yeah. <laughs> Number... This should be guitar Guitar Wank Stats with Bruce Foreman. Guitar Wank Stats with Bruce Foreman. Number three is Louisiana. Obviously, New Orleans has a mm-hmm. huge mm-hmm. thing. And then we got uh, number two is California. Number two? What's, what's number one? Well, we're the shit, man. Number one is oh, New York. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Did you live in New York at all? Yeah. You did? How long? A couple years. Did you like it? Yeah. It was a rough time for New York. It was right before Giuliani took over, right as Giuliani was taking over, maybe. And he was starting to clean it up, but it was really kind of dangerous and funky at that time. But I still had a great time and loved it. Yeah. He just comes across to me like a dick. Really? Giuliani? Oh, man, come on. (laughs) I just kind of get a... He speaks very highly of you. I get a dicky vibe from that guy. I do, too, but he's changed... From the old days, he's different. He now. was better back then, right? Well, it seemed no, it. Yeah, it seems like it. I mean, he's kind of—he's more of Dracula vampire vibe now. I mean, he's just trying to be like his boss. That's all, and he's just not good at it. You know, his boss. As much as you may or may not like him, and I'm not going anywhere into politics here. <laughs> Donald Trump is an extremely gifted uh, communicator, celebrity. Uh, you know, kind of personality. Mm. A guy who can say outlandish things and no one cares. They like him. You know, and they, they go for it. You know, you find it engaging. It creates discussion. You know, and a guy like Giuliani who tries to be like that, it just, he just don't got, the, he doesn't have the charisma that Trump has. Yeah. And uh, so that stuff is just, it just seems, seems like he's unhinged a little and evil yeah whereas Trump you know he's just like this beautiful reality show kind of dude you know he just can you know he gets he's like you know it's different there's a weight to his personality that gives gravity to him he's like a huckster you know like a a carnival huckster you know you 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 want to hate him but at the same time you know, people love con artists. That's mm. they they glorify him. Yeah. And you can't look you know? away. I mean, he's engaged. Yeah, it's like an auto accident. You want to look. You yeah. can't look he's away. He's a train wreck. I mean, yeah. yeah if you, I don't know about that. I mean, regardless of yes, you know what your person uh, per, per politics are. There's an a, a part of him oh, that the press can't leave him alone. The people who don't like him every day want to know what he's done. Yeah. The people that do like him want. You know, I mean, it's like he's got an engaging sort of. He, magnetism. He's, he's part a smart charisma, guy with all that part, stuff. And, and he uses it. And, oh, like, so right. and like, I think Giuliani's 
tried to morph into being like that. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, he ain't got the mojo. You know, that's all. I mean, regardless of whether you like what he says or not, it's just he doesn't have that engaging way about him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and we know that about, like, like musicians, <laughs> musicians have that. Yeah. What? Yeah. We, know, oh, we, yeah. we, know, we, know, we know, like, a guy who <laughs> well, can yeah, really sure. play and a guy who sure. can kind of play, but one guy can just, like, get an audience and keep them there. And yeah. the other guy, he's pretty good, maybe, or maybe not. And he tries to do the same kind of thing with the guy who's got him, and yet he doesn't have that thing. Yeah. That just has people engaged. Do, do you guys know high profile players that maybe the public don't know, but you know them and they're just fucking assholes? Assholes? Yeah, sure. like they're complete dicks. Well, look at Keith Jarrett. I don't know Keith Jarrett. Um, Keith Jarrett, the piano player? No, I don't know him. He's a, well, I don't know him either, but Bruce has met him and yeah. he's a total ass. He, is an, he was an asshole. Yeah, I'm I talking, met him and he I'm talking like an is asshole. it even more high profile? Like high profile? He's the highest he's profile you can profile. get. I he's mean, one of the highest jazz. One of the highest guys. top jazz. But I mean, that makes him world. sort of like a low-end yeah. lingerie model. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. But 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 you know, he's one of the he's one of the guys that plays some of the most beautiful music, but is also one of the biggest dicks in the industry. And did it affect? So there's a total dichotomy there because his playing is really gorgeous, but he is a dick. Really? It's yeah. more like a dichotomy. Yeah, it's a <laughs> dichotomy. And he needs a dickectomy. Like, see, like, I, I think it's I know like, other people like that. And I mean too. it. I mean it. I'll start a war with. I'll, I'll go to toe, which reminds me of something. Okay. I'll go toe to toe with Keith Jarrett, go to war with him. You know, I know I can't musically duke it out with him, but I'll still stand my ground and tell the truth right but i still think that we should have a guitar battle oh with scott and ted nugent <laughs> ted, <laughs> why ted nugent because you want to call him out and you think he's an asshole and you think he can't play i say you you call him to a fucking guitar contest and you fucking wipe him out man yeah dude. but but ever but 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 one of my students could wipe him out why do <laughs> well, i need to wipe because him out? because you say that but you know you got to do it man you can't send a boy to do a man's yeah. job <laughs> <laughs> so funny ted fucking nugent he's so horrible uh, <laughs> horrible i say player. we call it ted you hear that scott's ted? calling you out yeah ted we're gonna do course a couple of courses of blues with a neutral rhythm section and then, at the place, at the place of your choice, right. Scott's going to wipe you out and prove you to be the fallacy, the faker you are. Right? <laughs> Any guitar player in the world can do that to Ted. <laughs> you know, but he'll probably crossbow you at the end of the gig. Yeah, well, right. that, that might happen, but right. at least we'll know who the winner is first. Right. That's for sure. <laughs> Ted fucking Nugent. Well, that's a funny name. That Maybe guy's that, a fucking asshole. That name, yeah, he is a pretty much a dick. He's a fucking dick. But you know, a douchebag. I say it's time to call him out. I'll go toe to toe with Keith. You know, we won't have to play. I'll, I'll just fight him or something. <laughs> <laughs> is he that hated yeah. in the industry? No, he's not hated. He's he's loved. Oh, he's loved. I mean, but he's he's, well, he's, he's a, an asshole. He's loved you know, by I've his never, fans. I've I mean, never seen him be nice. I've, I've read numerous articles 
I just want to go on, on record saying how much I admire his, his, his playing. Always have. All the way back to one of my favorite records, which I mentioned on the podcast. I do remember that. The Forest Flower record with Charles Lloyd when he was like 17. It was Are we lot. talking about Ted Nugent? I'm talking about Keith Jarrett. <laughs> talking about Keith Jarrett. When he was, I mean, even back then, he, he, was a, he was brilliant. And he still is. I mean, he's just, he's well, he is a phenomenal musician. No but he's an asshole. And he treats people like shit. And uh, and I've read his articles and his interviews, and I've met him, and I've watched him operate in the world. And maybe he's nice to some of his inner circle friends and his family, but just from reading his interviews and watching how he interacts with the public and having met him myself, I'll just say it right here, the guy's an asshole. Wow. And if I, and if I have to go to war about that, I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you and, know, and just just like Scott yeah, will, will meet Ted Nugent anywhere yeah. and fucking blast him off it, the stage. But it would be the same for anybody that's read one interview by Keith Jarrett. He says some of the dumbest fucking shit you could ever possibly. Really? Say. Yeah. Gotta, I feel like I got. Yeah, read he's something. a dumbass, man. I mean, just how old because, is he? Listen, I got to tell you something. Hey, this man, is my this fight. Is, you pick this your is, own. I got to tell you that, that, that for sure. Just because somebody's talented does not mean they're smart. Right. And I've played with enough great musicians that are so fucking stupid and just dumb how does that work i we nobody knows it's just it's just some people are talented but they just don't have common sense or they just don't have any, any intelligence but maybe their iq is it, low i'm stupid as fuck and i'm not really no, talented. you're not stupid you're a very intelligent guy and, and i and, and you'd be surprised how many famous musicians who are actually very talented are actually quite stupid mm. they have a low iq they're just not smart people they're not intelligent that makes me feel better actually and 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 they just happen to be talented but talent is just part of your personality it's yeah. not not the whole thing and i've uh, man believe me <coughs> some of the guys i've worked with you just can't believe really that someone you know i've seen and i really don't want to mention any names and some of these people are my Please. friends oh. <laughs> and i and, and and i just look at the, the guy and go how can someone that is such a fucking idiot play so well and have such a such a high mentality of music like in other words know how to phrase know how to communicate know the intricacies of his art so well mm -hmm. yet be so stupid as a human being it, it doesn't make sense really because you'd think that to be able to be so articulate with what you're doing on your instrument you would have to have a level of <coughs> intelligence. intelligence but you don't now, you just don't because it's a different language you but, don't but Keith he's an asshole right well, yeah, that's stupid. No, 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 we don't know that he's stupid. I'm just saying he said some stupid things. Yeah, right. Yeah. I would not. I would never say that he was not intelligent or anything. I don't I'm know. Just, I'm just he, saying he's an asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole, but nobody knows. We don't know him, so we don't know if he's stupid. I just know that he said a lot of stupid things in his interviews. Right. So is Ingve. You know, Ingve has said a lot of really. Well, when you got a name like that, you got a lot to live down. To. And it's you know, he said so many stupid things in it. Yet he's a brilliant guitarist. What is he's it like, Ingve? Is that Pig you know? Latin for Ving? <laughs> My friend, sorry, but that's his real name, Ving, right? Ingve, right? Ving. <laughs> Ving that's right. Pig Latin for yeah. Ving. Yeah, that's great. I could name a lot of musicians that are not not that smart, man. 
That's fantastic. Ingvay. I mean, I'm going to go right out and say it. I'll just... I'm just oh, say, say it. it. Go, say, say it. it. He's drinking. Say it. <laughs> no, I'm not drinking enough to be drunk. That's for sure. Okay, but, but say but it. Say drinking. it. Say it anyway. Say it. Okay, well, everybody that knows me knows that I'm a huge hater of Scientology. Uh-oh. Are you going to just say to Korea? Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate right. everything about it. Right. Think it's a big sham. It's a, a scam. It's a, it's a con. <laughs> it's a con. It's just a way to dupe people out of their yeah. money. Right. So anybody that's involved in Scientology, I got to say, is not that smart. Mm-hmm. I just got to say it. That includes Tom Cruise. That includes Chick Corea. That includes Chick Corea's whole crew. That includes his <laughs> manager, whoever the fuck it is. You know, I don't know, but I'm just, I just think that anybody that would allow themselves to be pulled in by that fucking cult can't be that intelligent. That's what I'm saying. And if, and I'll go to war with anybody about that. You know, I mean, I stick by what I said. Have you watched the movie I about this? Yes. In fact, I, and I didn't like it that much. I didn't like it. I don't think they really pulled it down as hard as they could have. Yeah. You know, the movie or the way, documentary? The documentary. Yeah. I think they could have done a better job because Scientology has done a lot more damage than that documentary showed. Sure. And I think they probably couldn't show anything they couldn't prove, and maybe that's good. Yeah. You know, but go on, go on, uh, on uh, Operation Clambank on the on the web, and you'll really see what Scientology is about. I mean, yeah. these people really know. They've 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 got stories. They've got interviews from people that were in it. They've got high-ranking Scientology officials talking about it. Blah 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 blah. It's just a fucking horrible thing to be a part of. And and so I, it's my opinion. And 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 that anybody that lets themselves get involved in something like that can't be too smart. Mm. That's my opinion. So, and, and, and if there are some very intelligent people in Scientology, they're more than likely the ones making a lot of money <laughs> from it on the they're backs of, uh, of the of stupid people that are, you know, because Scientology is kind of like a, 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 it's it's like a ranking. Yeah, levels. It's ranks, many levels. So the people at the very top you know, especially the celebrities are the ones that are making the money in endorsements and being paid to endorse it and talk about it and blah, blah, blah. And it's the people at the very bottom who are poor, who are basically in little tiny cubicles working for free just so they can take classes. Yeah. And separated from their families. And it's a, it's a fucking nightmare you can't even imagine. Oh yeah, no, so, I know so. I know people that have gone through it and it's it's serious shit. It's some fucked up shit. So Again, however, and I'm not going to <laughs> dispute one thing you said, okay? Because I'm not even talking about what you said. Say a lot of people in desperate or highly uh, clouded judgment because of ambition or whatever make decisions to do things not necessarily Scientology just things yeah. uh, that are not necessarily unintelligent but because they're desperate and we're going through tough times or they're just so clouded by ambition that they fall for things and so it doesn't necessarily mean that they're unintelligent you know you're right I mean? In a compromised moment, any of us can make bad decisions. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. That's all I'm putting I'm, on. You know, he's right, and I'm gonna change something <laughs> that I just said because unintelligent is not really the right word for it. Weak-minded is an, a, a better way to describe it. A weak-minded person. Yeah. 
not unintelligent. And when because you know when you when you say intelligent, you're talking about articulate, somebody that knows. Look, say somebody that got straight A's in school. If you look at it that way, I'm not intelligent because <laughs> I didn't do well in school at all. Right. But yet I'm pretty good at at, at being you know like discussing things and I'm a pretty open person and I can talk to you I'm not necessarily a smart person when it comes to academics I'm not I'm, and I'll be the first to admit that I'm not academically smart I'm street smart but not academically smart like my wife she's a doctor <laughs> she's <laughs> academically smart way smarter than me so you yeah. you, but, you, but, you married into smart yeah I married into smart <laughs> right but so I'm, not, I'm not academically <laughs> smart but when I talk about unintelligent I mean weak minded mm. you know but and, and you're right like even the case of Chick Corea Chick Corea was a drug addict before Scientology pulled him out of that and probably saved his life so better to be a Scientologist than to be a dead jazz musician. Yeah. So so can't really blame you know certain people that go into certain cults or find themselves in certain situations because they need to, otherwise they're going to die or they're going to they're going to have something horrible happen to them. What what's Keith Jarrett? He says nothing. What's his point? He has a little penis. That's <laughs> But but. <laughs> but but I will say though again that I do know really dumb people that are great musicians, and I mean dumb dumb like like people that are just plain fucking stupid, yeah, and and they just really they're when, so dumb they can't find their ass when, with both hands. When you have someone that you're working with, you know that you highly respect as a musician, but he just keeps doing dumb stuff every day and dumb enough to get your band in trouble. Then yeah. <laughs> oh, I, this, like I, this I, is, I, I worked, you're getting a little too close to home now. I worked with a guy one time. I worked with a guy one time, and the first thing he asked promoters is where he could get drugs. <laughs> That's the first thing. As soon as he got off the, the van or the, 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 the what bus drugs or he whatever, he would, the, you know, usually it's the band leader's job to meet the promoter and the side men don't even really get that involved. Right. They're just like, okay, that's the promoter. It's none of my business. Let the band leader talk to him. Right. But I would go over the promoter and shake his hand and and say, hey, I'm Scott, it's really, thanks for having us here, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then my bandmate would come up and, hey man, you know where I can score some pot? Can you score me some pot? Some weed? <laughs> oh, class. <laughs> right, and then I have these, some of these promoters have become friends of mine over the years, and they go, God, I remember that fucking guy, what an ass. He would come up to me every time you'd play here and ask me for drugs. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> It's just <laughs> not inconspicuously or anything. Just hey, no. dude, where's the drugs? Yeah, just like the promoter of the gig. Yeah, yeah, just you know that kind of stupid. Sure, that you one happens a lot. Fix stupid like that. Yeah, <laughs> you can't. You got to work on your delivery, right? <laughs> so if you were pot, where would I find you? Yeah, right. <laughs> Though I did, I did do one thing one time that was funny. When uh, when HBC played in Korea, the ambassador for Korea, the United States ambassador for Korea, came to the gig, and it was a big festival. And Jeff was really like, "Wow, you know, the ambassador's here." 
And when he came up to me, and Jeff was standing right there, and Dennis was standing right there, and the ambassador came up to me and said, Hi, I am, you know, nice to meet you. I'm the ambassador, United States ambassador here. And I go, do you know where I can score some drugs? <laughs> and he just looked at me and he said, do you want to keep your passport? <laughs> he said that to me. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, he had a sense of humor. It was great. Yeah, it was really funny. And Jeff was sort of like face palming, just like, oh my God. Man. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh man! So you guys are gonna fight you and Keith and uh, you and uh, Ted. Yeah, Ted. Ted. Well, I don't want to get crossbowed through the temple, man. It's like that. that would <laughs> no, be he'll bad. probably just do your testicles. <laughs> <laughs> he would take. You know, he's gonna hunt you down. It's okay. Come on, Ted. We're ready for you. He's a big pussy. I don't. I really don't want to get in a fight with Ted Nugent, man. He's a muscular guy, and he would beat the <laughs> shit out of me. No, we're talking about a guitar fight. We're not talking about a fight fight. Yeah, but that's such an easy fight to win. I mean, he <laughs> yeah, literally no, can't maybe, play. Maybe not. Maybe he thinks it's not. So let him live until the truth comes out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I guarantee Ted's listening to this. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> He's a big Guitar Wank fan. Yeah, I've got you, students that could play rings around Ted. You, you know, I think Ted needs to hear about this, so if any of y'all know Ted, knows where to find him in his bunker somewhere. <laughs> his uh, bunker. <laughs> then you just, like, let him know. Right? His bunker. <laughs> be, that'd be great. We might, we would actually, that would, that would be great. Ted and Scott. So, fantastic. You know what I think is really funny, just back to the subject of Trump? This is what I find the funniest. There's a there's a new posting on Facebook that I just saw the other day, and I laughed so hard. It was incredible. Which one? It's got a picture of Billy Graham Jr., some other guy, Jerry Falwell Jr., all the evangelists. What do you call them? Evangelists. Evangelical. Evangelical uh, Christians. Yep. Right? And they're all talking about how they endorse Donald Trump and how wonderful Trump is. And then they post clips of Trump going, well, bomb the fucking shit out of him. And then, and then, yeah, that's what I told that motherfucker. And then, fuck you, the motherfucker. The, the, you know, like, he's just on his, on his, totally most undignified behavior and they have all the evangel ev evangelists saying how wonderful Donald Trump is and that they're, they're his, he's their guy I, I don't think any of them really probably care it's really but I do love the, that he's fact he was like uh, saying how um, oh well you know we're going to get away from Wall Street and all the people he's picking are basically Wall Street yeah <laughs> <laughs> kids. It was just so funny though because they show his worst moments and then they write, go to a clip of Jerry Falwell saying it's great that, that Donald Trump has found Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe Jimmy Hoffa was there too. Yeah. There goes Easter. Yeah, there goes Easter. <laughs> oh man. Oh it was just so funny man. It just It just cracked me up. Fucking Just totally cracked me up. And Pat Robertson, the guy on uh, 700 Club, that old fossil, yeah. fucking crazy ass, batshit crazy dude, <laughs> you know, is always talking about, you know, you're going to go to hell if you don't vote for Trump. 
Oh, that dude, right? Yeah. Oh, man. He's a nutcase. Fuck. See, that's what's wrong with America. The wrong people are getting shot. <laughs> it's clear to me the wrong people in America are getting shot. So many of these dudebags. Like, if you if you feel like you need to take a bunch of people out, there's, some, there's a lot of people that should be. Like, you know what? What also just drives me nuts is the mega churches. You know, you've seen those things, oh, yeah. right? They look like the Death Star. <laughs> Swear to God, there's more architecture in those mega churches than there is in the fucking Death Star, and 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 that's where all these people come to give their money to the evangelists that just pocket it and go on so they can fly buy their jet, their their you know their Cadillacs and their BMWs and their jets and whatever, and think of the, all the money that that, that built that mega church. That could go into actually doing what Jesus wanted to do, is <laughs> feeding the poor and helping, you know, the homeless and all right. this kind of stuff. But that doesn't even. How does that not like register with the people we, who go to those kind of places? You remember what John Oliver did on his show, right? That was brilliant. It was and, brilliant. and and the thing is, is that almost got some kind of governmental action. Put into play. You know about that, right? Yeah. yeah. Whatever happened? Did anything ever happen because know. of but it? You know, you know, Trump and that are trying to put, um, change that law where, uh, because what is the law now where churches don't have a say in politics because they don't pay taxes or whatever? Right. They're trying to change the law that churches can have a say into politics, even if they don't pay taxes. Yeah. So you're getting me very angry. That's right a, now. They, yeah. they reckon they're going to try and overturn that. Oh God, that's just like so disgusting. But <sighs> well, see, you know, I came from, you know, I came from kind of a similar situation because my mom, bless her heart, she was one of those people that was fooled into yep. just you know all that bullshit and I, I i honestly don't care about money because i've done pretty good for myself i i never really was one to care about money in the first place but i did have an inheritance you know like most people have from their parents and my yep. sister had an, an inheritance but my mom gave it all away to to oral roberts and, uh. and th that smarmy cat what's his name kenneth copeland and uh yeah, she just gave something like I don't even remember how much it was, but it was probably over a hundred grand that she just gave to these people. I would have preferred if she just gave it to her cats or something. Yeah, <laughs> or something, or flushed it down the toilet. You know, because that you know, me and my sister, we didn't really want the money. It wasn't about that. It was just that we wanted her to have the money so that she could take care of herself in her old age. Yeah. And I remember uh, something. About when she died, you know, me and my sister had to pay for her funeral. Oh. Because she had no money. She'd given it all away to those hucksters. Fuck. So we paid for her funeral because the, <clears throat> there was no money in her account. She totally burned it away on, on Jimmy Swagger. Oh, man. <laughs> and it was like, you know, we were just going like, oh, my God. I mean, this is so sad. There's those people are the biggest fucking yeah, pieces because, of shit. Yeah, because, and of course, if she was really giving to a real charity, 
that actually did help people, I would have nothing against it. But from what I've heard and from what the general consensus is, is a lot of these people just pocket the money. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. They just pocket the money and they live in incredibly big <coughs> Who's that young guy and, that is always and, uh, on? Who's one of those young... He's, he's a young guy and he's always happy fucking... I forget which one he is. And I, there for a while, I thought, oh, this guy's... He says a lot of good stuff. I thought, yeah, no, he's probably doing really good. And then I saw the backstory on him on like 60 Minutes. And I'm like, that mm-hmm. motherfucker's in jets and he's taking it all the way to the bank yeah yeah sure piece of shit yeah well there's a lot of them quite a few of them yeah, that are like sure. that i'm sure there are some real if, ones if we started I mean, our own yeah. this is like guitar wank church then we don't have to pay taxes we could right. register that yeah we should do that we really should do that there's this one guy <laughs> i've got a cult do you want to join yeah, but only what if I don't it? have to pay taxes. It's called Bruce. Formanism. Formanism, that's right. Yeah, and it's, it's like it's, Mormonism. It's basically right? spontaneity. No, community, spontaneity, and fun. There you go. No, like, you know, I'll you, join. There's a lot of holes in that, which I like. Cl- clothing, clothing optional. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you just, no dudes, <laughs> no dudes, trans- no dudes. Transgenders are okay? Yeah. All right, good. So you're trying to tell us something? No, I'm just, you know, wondering because everybody seems to be out for the transgenders today. Everybody no, they're, they're hates, totally welcome. You know, everybody yeah. hates gay people today. I don't know, quite know why, but, you know, they seem really? to be on the on the, on the the hate list of the Republican Party. No, they're not. They seem to be. Do they? It's all I about would, the toilets. I haven't yeah, heard about that. No, oh, about I, the toilets? No, yeah. that's not that. Well, what is it about? Because they seem to be that the, the the ones that the that the so-called Christians are 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 bitching about the most, even though Jesus never said anything about. What kind of guitar would Jesus have played if he played guitar? Mm, something with harp strings on it. Okay. Okay. Maybe one of those harp guitars, like Philip DeGrive. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Philip DeGrasse is hardly a Jesus guy. I know, I know, but but I'm just trying to ask a question here. (laughs) Bruce is trying to bring it back around. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to talk about this, but no, I know some of this is you know because you know people do what they do, whatever. Yeah. Well, whatever. I'll join your cult. It sounds like my cult is 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 well. Everybody's welcome. It's just about community, spontaneity, and fun. You could get a tax exempt for this. Yeah. You know what? But that's why I don't. I don't want any money. There's no reason to be tax exempt. You know. But well, no. Then yeah. you don't have to pay taxes. But there won't oh. be any money coming in. Well, there's a problem to this whole thing. Then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus would approve. <laughs> Jesus never asked for money from people. That's right. Yeah, that's my main. But maybe he did. And we just don't. And know he that. wasn't white. So he that's another Jewish. problem. Well, he wasn't white. His skin color wasn't white. He was Jewish. But he was dark-skinned. Well, we don't have any pictures, so we don't really know. They pretty much, like, the region where he come from, the time, those people were dark, darker-skinned. I'm not talking black, but they were a lot darker. No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, it makes sense, but we don't know because there ain't no pictures. 
I see too many pictures and he's this like white guy with a beard. <laughs> well, God's a white guy with a beard too. That's, that's really good. Uh, you know who my favorite God is? Hey. God on the Simpsons. <laughs> he's so you know, great. you know when they, when they have God on the Simpsons, he's okay. awesome. Wait a minute, we're talking about religion now. I thought we were going to do politics. <laughs> no, but he's so great. Jesus Christ, Troy. You know, this you know, makes my, it on the air. You know what my favorite. I quit. You know, he, he never listens. He'll never know. <laughs> you know, you got to keep this stuff. It's funny. You know, you know it's so funny. But Jesus is getting blowjobs. You know he's. Oh doing come it. on, come on. But you know what? You know what my favorite. Uh, God on the oh, Simpsons thing. No. When, you know, Homer starts. Oh, years worth of work. Homer starts his own religion, right? Did you see that one? He starts his own religion, and at the end, you know, he finally has this powwow with God, right? right. And 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 he asks God. He says, he says, God, um, <laughs> what, what? What did he say? Let me. Uh, What's going to happen to me? Um, or what, I can't remember. You know, what's the meaning of life? That's what it was. What's the <laughs> meaning of life? And God goes, You'll find out when you die. <laughs> and Homer says, I can't wait that long. And God goes, You can't wait six months? <laughs> <laughs> Simpsons, man, that's a fucking great show. And sometimes they have God on Family Guy, too. And he's great, too, because Jesus will come down and Jesus will go, you know, I'm just down here because I wanted to get away from my dad. He's in kind of a bad mood right now. You know, and then you see God up there and you don't see his face, but you go, Emma, why is there a pen in the drawer and the pin top's missing? <laughs> <laughs> some funny shit <laughs> Hello. on that note we should say goodnight to everyone listening thank you for listening and I'm sure we haven't offended anyone tonight. <laughs> no, I just gotta say uh, I'm sorry Lord oh, you, know, you know I gotta say this too God bless what's his name um, um, one of my a great comedian, and I can't, his name's on the tip of my tongue. He was on the man show with Jimmy Kimmel. Remember who he is? Adam. Oh, Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla. Bless his heart, man, because, you know, he was death on Family Guy for like four episodes. Have oh, you really? ever seen the ones where death is on Family Guy? No. Some of the best Family Guy episodes ever. And <laughs> Adam Carolla is death. <laughs> It's so it's so fucking funny, man. Because <laughs> it's like death goes on on a date. <laughs> he goes, he does all this ridiculous stuff, and it's just amazing. And there's like four, four or five death episodes of Family Guy, and Adam Carolla is amazing <laughs> as death. <laughs> I'm just recommending this to our viewers. I kind of feel like this whole this whole podcast had a. Started, we started out reasonably strong, then we had a bit of a lull, and then we've just ended strong. Yeah. And uh, it ended the comedy, in, <laughs> it ended in a very funny comedy, yeah. offensive, funny, religious. Funny we pissed off everyone, pissed off all the. I just want to say, you know, for, for the last person that's still listening, <laughs> uh, please shut out the lights when we leave. <laughs>
Good night, Bruce. Good night, Scott. Right, see you, Troy. We'll see you all next week. Okay. On Guitar Wank. Share this with your friends <laughs> and your family. Osmosis amoeba. And make sure you give it to your reverend at church. <laughs> He'll love it. <laughs>